Leadership is the art of getting someone else to do something you want done because they want to do it. They were the words of Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, an incredibly persuasive leader. And one skill you're definitely going to need to hone, to learn, to practice, to become an expert in, if you are going to see your someday dream become a reality, is the art of persuasion. Hi, I'm Darren and this is the Someday Arrival podcast and today we're going to look at a really, really important skill. Now, whether it's to enroll people, to recruit people to your uh, dream and vision and get them involved, whether it's to sell your products, your business, your idea, your charity, to, to get to attract funding or, or to fundraise, one skill you're definitely going to need is persuasion. So I'm going to offer you now five proven uh, foolproof ways to persuade, to win others over, to help get across your vision and make your dream a reality, and hopefully in doing so to improve the lives of others. So here are the five. And the first one is to tell stories. There's a human rights attorney called Brian Stevenson, and he argues and wins cases before the highest court in the US, uh, the Supreme Court. Uh, he did a talk on TED, I'm sure you're familiar with TED, that got the largest spontaneous donation uh, of all and the longest standing ovation. So people spontaneously, after hearing him speak persuasively, donated over $1 million to his charity. Uh, and there was recently made a film about him as well called Just Mercy. Stevenson knew how to persuade an audience how to give. And in this 15-minute talk, all he did really was tell three stories. He, he told uh, a story about an experience he had with his grandmother who taught him uh, to, to aim high and to believe in what he could do, that he was different and special. He talked about meeting the legendary Rosa Parks who taught him the power of persistence. And he talked about meeting a janitor in a courtroom who taught him about the power of holding on and believing when everything seems lost. And there's been some... Um, analysis of that talk because people obviously want to know how you get a million dollars from a 15-minute talk and they found there were three key areas that actually Aristotle uh, first identified and these these are really components of persuasive communication one is logos the ability to persuade through reason and logic and numbers then there's ethos so we need we tend to agree with people to be won over by people who, who we respect, whose achievements and title and experience um, uh, carry favour and carry our respect. And then there's pathos, which is the art and the, of appealing to someone's heart and their emotions. And when they looked at his, his talk, Brian Stevenson's talk, what they found was about 65% of, of the whole 15 minutes fell into this pathos um, category conveying emotion using stories. And then about a quarter of it was logos, data, facts, uh, appealing to some people's reason, and then only ten percent uh, fell into the ethos category, establishing the credibility so people could um, know they could trust what they were hearing. And science actually supports this. When you tell a story, the the brains of your hearer or your audience sync up with yours. They've used an uh, fMRI machine and they've measured brain activity uh, while the story is being told. And that they found was when a when a speaker tells a personal story, 
the brains of the people in the audience actually synchronize. The, the same parts of the brain light up and they begin to feel sympathy and agreement. And that's why it's important whenever you are trying to sell anything, uh, any vision, any dream, that you wrap it in a story, that you lead with a story. Don't just lead with facts. Lead with a powerful, personal story. Of course, another scientific basis for telling stories is that they release oxytocin. I, I believe I talked about that in the last episode. Oxytocin is the feel-good hormone. It's the bonding hormone. It's the hormone that makes us feel connected to people. And when you tell a story, people begin to relax and to trust you. And they may have never met you before, but the story allows them to create an emotional connection with you and to feel good about what you're saying. So when I tell stories, I often speak on the radio or on platforms. I always open with hopefully a personal, emotional, emotive story. Because uh, if I open with facts, even if what I'm talking about is incredibly important, people can switch off. They can't see the relevance and the resonance to their own life. So I find a hook. I find a story that might connect with them better and also relate to their world and bring them into my world and what it is I'm trying to tell them definitely tell stories you know if you're going to present anything if you've got a presentation to to complete make sure you look at it through this this these filters is there enough emotion in there am i telling enough stories is there logic am i am i posing a, a genuine problem is there a, is there a need in the market for this is there a gap in the community for this and am i showing it i can back this up with some data and numbers and facts to really um, spell out that need. Am I showing that I've got the credentials to do this? You know, I'm offering a solution, uh, credentials in terms of the solution I'm offering, but also my track record. Am I someone people can trust to get this done? Would, 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 would I invest in me if I was sat listening? And then make sure you invite people. Uh, you know, maybe to invite them to make a difference if it's a fundraising cause or invite them to invest and be a part of it and be um, to be, in, you know, in at the ground level if it's a business proposition. So people act on their heart and then ultimately they then justify it with their head afterwards. They act on emotion. They justify with logic afterwards. It's really important to know that if you're trying to persuade people of something. What makes for a powerful story then, you might ask me? Well, there's a number of different little ingredients you can put into the story cake to make it that much more compelling. The first one is things that spark people's curiosity. If I was to start this podcast by saying, I have the secret to your success and it's foolproof, I'm drawing you in. Or if I start telling a story, you might be thinking, where is this going? So spark people's curiosity um, be appropriately vulnerable, you know, personal stories, create that connection. Use humour, don't try and tell jokes, but if you are able to use humour and wit, people can really relax and, and people immediately don't see it as a pitch. They're going to feel uh, more of a rapport. Uh, try and use visuals, visual aids if you can. Try and bring it to life uh, through metaphor or even an actual object that you're holding. You know, I, I've, I've been to lots of talks and the talks I remember most is when there was a, a visual aid, a, an object, something which helped to sum up and to um, help me to get my head around the concept. Once someone brought a coat hanger and they told a whole story holding a coat hanger and I remember that. Have a surprising twist. The best stories have a twist, don't they? So can your story uh, set someone up in some way and then and then turn it on its head? And, and that's very memorable. 
make sure it's emotionally charged don't just tell something dry talk about a, a story which has emotion and also have a wow moment there was a moment i talked about where bill gates released the mosquitoes at his ted talk um if you can have a wow moment where people almost have an intake of breath then that's also going to be a very persuasive thing to do so the first one then is tell stories And the next one, the next secret to persuading people is to involve them. I love this quote from Dale Carnegie, which is people support what they've helped to create. People support what they help to create without weigh in. There's no buy in. Now, I know you must have had projects, you must have been working on things uh, before, and you've realised that when you've come to try and make them happen, either the people around the table, the people in your team or your group uh, haven't supported them, or they just they don't seem to get it. You think you've talked about it for ages, you feel like you've explained it, and they're not on board, and maybe you lose the room, or you, you lose the, the funding, or you lose um, the backing. It's really important as you go along to try, if you want to persuade someone or some people, to involve them, to ask their opinion, to get input, you know, and genuinely take it seriously. Um, don't just think I've got the, all the answers. Anything that you have will be made better by the input and opinions and insights of other people. And ideally people from different backgrounds, perhaps different ethnicities, different gender, you know, try and get a, a wide range of um, critique, you know, make sure that you're not just listening to the people who are telling you what you want to hear or the people who just agree with you. Make sure you are hearing other voices um, and then make your decisions, then allow that to shape it. It's almost as if you, you're you carving uh, this incredible sculpture, but it's a bit rough around the edges and you allow others to help you smooth it off, to sound it off, to think about the little details that you might have forgotten. So that's the second one. The first is tell stories. The second is to involve people and they'll support uh, what it is you're doing if they feel they've had a hand in creating it. And the third one is to care. Make sure that you are caring about the people you're involving in your project. You know, people don't care what you know, what it is you're trying to do, unless they know that you care. People don't care what you know until they know that you care. Another lovely phrase uh, that Pastor Celia taught me was, touch the heart before you ask for a hand. Try and touch their heart. Again, the story does this, doesn't it? Try and touch their heart before you ask them for a hand. Make sure that they genuinely feel like you're adding value to them and not just trying to take and suck value from them. <laughs> you know, and listening is a key to that. Make sure if someone's talking to you, 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 you hear, you absorb the key things and you repeat those things back so that person knows and they feel heard. They feel listened to and cared and respected. I talked previously about asking good questions. You know, the person who asks the questions is in control of the conversation, but they're also the person who's making that other speaker feel valued and cared about. So don't just involve them. Actually make sure people feel cared about. The fourth one is this, to preempt. There's a lovely little tool that I've used a few times. It's called ProEP, and that is effectively a structure for uh, if you want if you want to persuade someone and it works when you've got a fair idea of their objections or the, what their objections are going to be and you preempt uh, their objections before you, they have a chance to say it so p stands for you propose something r is you give the reasons for it o is you give the objection you you just throw that grenade in there and say look i know you're probably going to say this 
E is you provide evidence for why that objection probably can be overcome or isn't relevant. And then P is you hammer it home. You tell them what you're going to tell them. <laughs> you tell them it and then you tell them what you've just told them. So that works. So you, um, you, you propose it, you give the reasons, you anticipate the objection, you give evidence to why that objection uh, can be overcome can, or isn't relevant, and then you propose it again. So I really, if you're a kid, maybe, I want to stay up to nine o'clock tonight. And the reason is there's a great show on TV, a great show I want to watch. And uh, I know you're going to say I'll be tired in the morning. But actually, do you remember the last time? Here's the evidence. I stayed up till nine. I got up straight away for school. And then you propose it again. So um, I'm guessing if, if I'm going to be up early the next day, you'll be fine with me staying up for that program. Really simple. And it works in business as well. And then the fifth and the final tip for persuading people is to empower them, is to empower them so they want to do it. Show them what's in it for them. And um, and the way you do that is you um, you think about what they want, not just what you want. So again, Dale Carnegie says this, the only way on earth to influence the other fellow, the other lady, the other woman, is to think about what they want and not just what you want, then show them how they're going to get it. See things from their point of view. So you don't say, look, I really think you should stop smoking. You say, if you keep smoking, you're never going to make uh, the soccer team, the football team. So you're showing them, so you want them to stop smoking, you care about them, you don't want them to uh, to get ill, Um, but actually you're giving them a reason that's one that's important to them. You're finding a value that's important to them and then you are framing your argument and you're dropping it straight in the middle of their value. So they don't, they want to make the football team, they're sporty, they want to, and you're saying, look, I'm saying don't smoke, but don't just take my word for it. The truth is, if you smoke, you're not going to make the football team. Really powerful. If you can do that, if you can find what's important to someone else and show how what you want is going to uh, give them or prevent them from getting that. That's a really powerful technique for persuading people. And it goes back to that quote, doesn't it? It's the art of getting someone else to do what you want done because they actually want to do it. There's a win-win there. You know, yes, I do want you to stop smoking, but here's a reason why you should want to stop smoking. And the last point I want to say in this, uh, it's not one of the five, but it's important to stress it, is let's not strong-arm people. Just because you can persuade someone, just because you can... Uh, bring people around to your point of view doesn't mean you always should we don't want to manipulate do we we don't want to um, uh, be a negative influence in someone's life let's make sure if we're being persuasive we're genuinely persuading them uh, to do something that's going to improve their life improve the lives of our community improve the world in some way you're using these skills wisely and responsibly but absolutely learn to persuade so there are there are the five ways you can persuade you can tell compelling emotional personal stories you can involve people so they support what they help create you can show that you're actively listening and caring and if you care about someone they're going to be much more res- responsive to you you can use that pro tool propose reason objections evidence propose and then you can empower them to get what they want done by showing them uh, what what it will do or what it won't do. Five ways to persuade. And uh, I guarantee if you've got a dream, persuasion uh, will be a part of what you need to learn to do to see that dream happen.
So thanks so much for tuning in once again. Please do share this with your friends. Let people know about it. Stick it on social media. Um, if you haven't already, wherever you're listening to it, subscribe. I'm aware that quite a few people are listening on the Alexa app. That's great, but it's not going to remind you when there's new episodes. So I would encourage you to go somewhere else, uh, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is on, on your phone, and make sure you click a subscribe button. Easy to find. Just search for a Someday Arrival podcast or Someday Arrival Darren Richards. It will pop up. Subscribe to it, and that way you won't miss it in future. Thank you so much and remember to try and make someday today. Mm-hmm.